Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louie. And my name is Lucky, and this week we played Prey, a 2017 game by Arcane Studios. Uh, this set, we talk about Prop Hunt, Smashable Glass, and navigating Chinese browsers to watch old YouTube vids. And read Naruto. And read Naruto. Strangely enough, you mm. now you say good morning like you would in the morning. One of the first mm. thought, th- first thoughts I had when I woke up, I like sat up in bed and I thought, remember that show Good Morning Miracle? Was that what it was mm. called? No. What was it well, called? Maybe, but I, I don't remember it. What were those those two YouTubers? I never watched it. There were those like two guys. Oh, Rhett and Link. Yeah. Was it called Good Morning Miracle? Good Mythical Morning. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Happy to bring it up. Sure, 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 sure. Is that still a thing? You know what? I actually think it is. I think I only watched it a little bit at launch. Like, good mythical <laughs> I feel like, morning. I feel like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's like old school YouTube. That's an example of like YouTube surviving, which is yeah. rare. But I think, um, I think they're still going. They're, they're, they're great, those guys. Mm, I think I was never a fan. They, they, they were really good. They're really good guys. Did you never like that? Old old videos. Um, they they no. I th- well, I don't. Re- I think I don't really re- know what they made. I think I only ever watched like ten minutes um, of one of their good mythical morning things. I don't know what mm. they actually did. They they started off making really high quality videos. Mm. They would do like very creative, you know, sort of early YouTube creative music videos, and that were and were like comedy-ish but they 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 were pretty good and i reckon even today a lot of it still stands up you think to being pretty good yeah that's bold the internet was pretty bad 15 years ago yeah um (laughs) (laughs) who who else is still going do you know any like i feel like i still see um i justine pop around Surely not. She's like, I see her every once in a while on some like game thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, very possible. She's like possibly. hosting some like game awards, like back back room where she's like interviewing a bunch of developers that don't give a shit. <laughs> that kind of thing. 
<laughs> um, it's possible. I've yeah. not seen it. Yeah. But um, I tell you what these guys did that was actually amazing. It was Rhett and Link. They had a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> they made um, local television commercials in yeah. America yeah. for companies. <laughs> they were pretty funny. Yeah, was, I remember two of them. I, I watched it when it came out. I was in America at the time, mm-hmm. and um, they did one president for this company called Presidential Car Wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty good. And they they did a very famous one that you may have heard memed, um, which is the Chuck Tester one, Taxidermy. No, I don't know that. Uh, it was classic. Classic. Basically, like they showed, it was like a video of one of his taxidermy things, like poking its head around the tree. It's like, you thought that was a real gazelle. And then he'd pop his head out and go, no, Chuck Testa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Excellent. Very. They're good. I got a lot of respect for those two. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, it's weird. I remember um, you and I, we went, um, we went with our school to China. Did we not? Mm. Um, yeah, we were a pioneering year learning, learning Mandarin. Yeah, I went to, I think, how old were we? 15, 16? Um, and um, I remember uh, YouTube's banned in, in, in China. Um, so I remember you telling me like how much you couldn't wait to get home because you had subscribed to all these people and um, on YouTube and... Um, and you would have loads of like loads and loads of like hour long videos to catch up on when you got back, and you were super that's excited. Great. And I yeah, just remember like thinking, that. "That's so weird. Why would you subscribe to people on YouTube?" <laughs> like that. Really? Was, yeah, that was still like I think I, I definitely I didn't keep it a secret. I said like I don't do that. That's weird. Um, sure. Um, I just remember thinking that YouTube was like purely like a search engine for for the occasional video that you wanted to watch, and not like a destination that you'd stay on 10 years ago. Yeah, man, I was, I was big. I was big on, uh, big on the, big on the YouTubes in the early days. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. What about that guy, that guy with, um, he had a family. (laughs) That was his defining trait. (laughs) There's a few of them. Yeah. Um, There's a few of them. Um, right, well, you know, YouTube's great and all, but you can't watch YouTube in space. You probably can. Sure. <laughs> yeah, quick, quick derail. Okay. Um, I remember, do you remember reading the latest Naruto <laughs> chapter? <laughs> yeah. Did we China? see some guy in like a lobby reading it? Um, and I we think. were like, oh, I wonder what site that was on. Because we couldn't find, like, a, a one that was um, 
But we did find it, didn't we? We did, yeah. And then we read it in a lobby. <laughs> it was like before we left and we sort of just sort of slightly drifted from the group to stand at the computers and just read. <laughs> uh, very good. Very funny. Very, very funny. Anyway, Lockie, you can't read mm. Naruto in space. <laughs> As you were saying, yeah. As I was saying, Naruto is unavailable in space. Um, uh, this week, um, I got you to play Prey. Mm. Arcane Studios, Bethesda published, nothing to do with the original Prey. 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 Yeah. That's right. How 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 was it? How how was your three hours? It was okay. Um, it's a game that like I'd not really. I think I've even heard about it really. I think that's often the way with by. with Arcane's games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't seem to sell. <laughs> um, and I kind of get it, but it was it was a mixed three hours. Mm. It was a mixed three hours between sort of. Fine and good, <laughs> I would say. I put it somewhere in that spectrum of uh, of judgment. What were you? What were you? Um, when I say a game to you, and uh, you don't really know it, what what were you expecting with Prey when you booted it up? So I looked at, and I think this is probably partially why it maybe didn't do as well as it could have is that I looked at the cover or Googled it, Mm -hmm. and it just looks like a very generic sort of survival horror game. Yeah. Yeah. Which it isn't. No. It's, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. It's almost more of like a weird puzzle game, isn't it, in a way? Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. What, um, what, what is it? <laughs> what is Prey? It's a game where you're... Well, essentially, it's a game where you're a spaceman mm-hmm. uh, on this big space platform. What do you call them? Station. Station. <laughs> yeah, it's the <laughs> morning. Big... That's why Lockie can't remember the word station. On a big uh, space station. <laughs> space platform. Um, and on this space platform, all sorts of, uh, well, not all sorts, one sort of monster has broken out and, uh, you have to survive and navigate it. And of course you've got someone helping you remotely. Yep. And, uh, story ensues. Story ensues. Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, uh, First person mm, immersive sim is the word. Uh, uh, you run around a space platform um, that's kind of well. You're basically you're like a very high level scientist that um, has been living on in this on the space station for a long time. Um, kind of looking into this alien life form um, and developing these uh, <laughs> these upgrade points. <laughs> They've been developing upgrade <laughs> points um, called neuromods, which effectively, um, they basically 
for as far as I can remember, I, I don't know if it really covers it in the three hours, but they're like, um, they kind of take, uh, skills learned from others and implant it into you. Um, mm, it's a cool way of doing upgrade points, isn't it? Yeah. To, it's a good way of, uh, explaining how you miraculously learn something, uh, in a second. Yeah. By saying, oh, it's, uh, you're taking on others' memories so you suddenly learn those skills. Yeah. Um, which loops into some narrative stuff of how, like, when you start taking neuromods, um, if you take them out again, your memory will reset back to the point where, uh, you first took them. Um, so there's this whole, like, you're, you're an amnesiac, you don't remember what's going on, you wake up, um, sort of, we'll get into it in a sec, um, on the space station and you're confused as to why you're there. Um, and you very quickly learn that you kind of need to, uh, destroy the space station because it's overrun with a very dangerous alien called the Typhoon, um, or Typhon, um, uh, that basically, uh, core of which kind of, uh, can mimic objects around them. It's basically prop hunt, um, uh, mm. and they're yeah. deadly. It's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. It definitely feels like they... Because Prop Hunt was popping off for a while, and I would like to know where this, like, is in the Prop Hunt timeline. Yeah. Between Prop Hunt and, what I mean, games like... There was, like, a Call of Duty Prop Hunt, wasn't there? Yeah, that was that was definitely after people had sort of moved on from... CSGO prop hunt, I think. Um, See, it was it CSGO prop hunt? CSGO was the was the uh, original the mod. mod. Um, yeah. So prop hunt, for anyone that doesn't know, is, um, yeah, the CS Counter-Strike mod where um, people, you could choose to become, well, the aim of the game was... Uh, it's hide and seek. Hide and seek, but you could become the random objects within the space. So you could become a wardrobe or a bin um, or whatever that's in the space. And then you have to like hope that no one sees you, but you can move around as the object as well. So you have this like free, it's very funny because you basically just end up with videos of like human beings with guns chasing after bins that are just like very just speedily around. moving around. Um, uh, so it's and, a... and it's interesting because it's it's not only like a hide and seek, it also tests your ability to make a space look natural, yeah, and become something that is believably placed, yeah, rather than something that is obviously out of place, yeah. So anyway, years go by, and um, uh, Arcane's like, what if that was a game? Um, so well, a single player game, um. And so the the most basic enemy type in Prey, uh, yeah, they they can mimic random benign objects in the space. Um, they're these little spiders, basically, and then they can just, like, literally, before your eyes, turn into a mug. Um, uh, usually, you can usually tell them, well, they're very hard to spot. There's no tell other than you've either heard them make a little noise or you've seen them run into that direction um, but usually they're sort of mimicking something that's close by, so you'll see double of something. So there'll be two mugs where there shouldn't be two mugs, um, which, which is a cool way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah, <clears throat> it's really fun going into room and being like, mm, okay, there's two chairs, 
it's, there might not normally be two chairs there. I'm going to hit them. You end up just hitting everything you see with a wrench. <laughs> of course, you have to. Um, also, crazy not to. the other thing uh, that I personally don't like about the Mimics is um, they do change this relatively quickly, but like uh, especially at the start, it's just like constant random little jump scares, um, and it's just a bit tiring. Not like big jump scares, Um but it's just like it's also the same one over and over again, even if it's a slightly different. It's not a mug; it's a chair. Um, it can get a bit knackering at the start. I found it's okay. I mean, I think um, keeps you on your toes. It, it it keeps you on your toes. I think maybe it feels a bit gimmicky. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> it sort of relies on it too much, but at the same time. If they didn't rely on it so much, maybe it wouldn't work also. Yeah, and um as the game progresses you get you get this um these like goggles that allow you to identify mimics, um so you can kind of cut that jump scare off. You don't have to use it, um so like it doesn't, you know, blah blah blah. But um if you wanna like press the buttons, the goggles come up and then it'll scan the area and find anything that's a mimic. And also in general I find there's less and less mimics just kind of randomly hiding in the space as the game goes on. Because clearly they're like, this does get a bit old if it's always this. And it transitions to like harder, weirder enemies over time. Yeah, that's good that it does that though. Yeah. Um uh, it's quite like an interesting like narrative setup, and it's. I think it's interesting this game because um, it has all ob- very obvious ties to like um, a Bioshock or a System Shock. Um, I think even they said in interviews this is like our spiritual. They don't own the rights, but like this is our spiritual successor to System Shock Two, um, um, which is interesting because it's yeah, it's, it's you're locked on a space station. Um, you don't know what's going on um you're talking to like ai that you can't trust um all that kind of stuff uh you have you have a wrench you know all these things um uh i think narratively voice acting and script not like super interesting but i think like overall pretty well done for a game of this type um uh and it has like a lot of neat little narrative things that i like the basic like set up the lore of it is like it's like an alternate timeline where john f kennedy never got assassinated and therefore the space race never ended and therefore the space the station that you're on over time got developed into this like um big sort of luxury um Mm. research platform um uh, luxury research yeah well it's, it's like it's got this like um art deco thing um uh because of course it does it seems like it's <laughs> for some reason in space and you'll make if you're making a game in space as soon as it's not just a space station it's an art deco space station <laughs> i don't know why mm. they do this um but um delicious um yeah so it's like this kind of lavish um art deco style um thing and there's like these big gorgeous kind of lobbies and then you move into more like researchery type areas uh and over time it got built up and then they discovered the aliens and then they started blah 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 blah. um so i think all that stuff's quite well told and like interesting enough to be one of these types of games Mm. yeah it does it does some things good it really does it's um 
at least says it is. I don't know if it plays out this way, but um, it sort of sets up to be quite uh, open and quite explorative and lets you sort of, uh, you know, there's multiple solutions to get to different places and there's not like a set um, place you need to go in any order. I mean, there is. They give you like objective markers, but you can sort of wander around this station freely rather than go straight to the uh, straight to the point you need to. Yeah. And it, it's um, yeah, it's definitely in that vein of like, you can do it this way. You can do it this way. or You can do it this way. But ideally what they want you to do is do it a way they haven't thought of. Um, So they give you tools that kind of um, help you not break but that that kind of nice in between of not breaking the game but um uh helping you feel as though you are in some way getting one up on the like level design like there's yeah. a glue gun which um is this massive gun that like spits out big globs of glue um and it sticks <laughs> sticks to nice. any surface apart from glass i think um um and that lets you, you can basically stick it to a wall and jump on it and climb up the wall. So it's like, as long as the wall's not glass, you can kind of, if you spend enough time fiddling around with and the first ammo, person jump and which ammo. Which is kind of interesting as well. Um, you can kind of like completely get around things in a way that maybe the original design didn't want you to do, but then they allowed you to do that. Um, which is nice. And I think that's always more interesting than like the... Um, it definitely still has that thing of like, especially like I remember Deus Ex, uh, whatever the reboot was called, yeah. like went for a similar thing of like, you can go through this in multiple ways. But what it ended up with was like, there are three different ways of doing everything. You can either go through a vent, you can kill everyone or whatever the other option was. And it was the same <laughs> option, the same three <laughs> options, like every time. Um, and this game has that underneath, like there's always a vent to get into a room <laughs> somewhere. You just need to find it. Um, there's always a really heavy object that you can upgrade so you can pick it up, um, and get through the other space. But there's also lots of other ways that are like less, um, telegraphed that actually you kind of need to think of yourself, which is nice and makes it feel better. Yeah, it does. It And it does feel like that. And there's a lot of like, um you know, hidden passwords and hidden key cards. Uh, so things like whether or not you find those things will dictate where you go and how you play. Yeah. Um, and definitely like the upgrade stuff, um, will by using the upgrades, you are sort of whether or not you want to, you're kind of making a choice that like, you're going to end up having to do something in a way that you weren't expecting because you spent your upgrade points on being able Mm. to hack through a level one computer instead of, um, yes, lifting something heavy up, you know? Yeah. 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 That's Um, a good point too. Um, I'd like some, there are, there which I like, there's, there's some parts, there's some areas that like you seemingly just can't access because it's not like everything there. There's, three different versions to get in because you only spec for one thing and they don't want you to miss the content. Like there might be a side room that's locked by a level one door that the keypad is broken. So you have to hack it, but you haven't specced for the hacking. So that, that room, unless you wanted to spend your points, if you have any right now, 
you have to wait until you have some to check it out. So like, I think that's good. I prefer that to like, oh, well, you don't have that, but did you know there's a hole in the roof that you can get through? Um, like a combination of those things I think is good, and I think that's what this game does. Um, it's not always everything. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it made me want to, again, think um, this would be a good game to play together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be quite happy to sort of watch you play this and sort of work our way through it. Mm. Kind of, almost in a sort of... Um, what's it called? What's that stupid game called? <laughs> um, I love Best game of all games. time. Dead Rising? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost in a de- Dead Rising-esque way. Yeah. It, it kind of feels slightly similar to Dead Rising somehow in the fact that it's kind of just open and you're free to do what you want, but you kind of have to do, I don't know. I got slight dead rising vibes from it. I I think maybe, maybe that comes from the sort of, yeah, the, the layout of the map where it's not like yeah. an open world, but there are like large spaces in between loads um, that you can the explore. Presentation's quite similar. Both are quite light in feeling and colorful, mm. but have a sort of, miserable enemy that you have to navigate yeah um and i wanted to, i wanted to talk about the opening because i think it's a pretty neat opening um mm. um so i'll put some spoiler markers around this that you can just skip to it's the first hour i mean it's fine if you listen to it and then play it it won't change your experience but um it's not like a it's not massive one. um but i thought it was um i remember playing that so this game had like a opening hour demo so i think they quite clearly thought they were like they were onto something with this <laughs> this is this, this is it huge. this twist is Everyone pretty good will play this hour and it will be the highest selling game of the year. <laughs> yeah. um but it's neat so like you the game wakes up with this kind of like um almost like this like groundhog day um thing where you wake up in your apartment and um and then you have to go to work and you like run through some tests and the games at that point, the game's like introducing you to your characters that, you know, and um, some of the basic enemy stuff. Um, yeah. It's you like get a helicopter to another building um, where your seems you're like, you're doing work for these people and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It's uh, you meet, you know, some of your neighbors and people, people working on some stuff in your apartment um and the cool moment is when you you smash through your window and reveal that you're on a set um i think that's like that moment is um is pretty neat so you kind of and it's cool because it sets up like um almost how you like it's basically sets up that you can't trust glass and windows in this game um and um oh interesting i didn't really think about that um, much beyond what i saw yeah um so like so you you should smash through what you think is your like yeah the window of your apartment that leads out to the balcony where you can see the view of the the city um and it turns out actually it's just a, like a a screen and behind it is just like a a drab um backroom pipes um mechanical zone 
which is such which is i think is a really neat moment um and then it goes on for the next like 20 minutes kind of showing you just how deep that goes and like you find that the elevator that you're riding to get to uh the ground floor or whatever or the, the roof um actually didn't move what 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 changed was the environment so you were just in the elevator as like some different walls appeared um and the same when you got into the helicopter you were just sitting in a static helicopter but the screens were changing around you and in that yeah, room it's like one of those uh rides you see it yeah where like they lift the helicopter up and shake it and it's <laughs> yeah. on these legs but actually uh yeah and you're just surrounded by the same hologram screen yeah but it's like hyper like obviously like hyper um um advanced uh where it looks real um uh and that room's and cool. it, it looks good yeah yeah look at the whole the holograms look great when you're in your room and you smash through um they do it really well as well by making it so that the hologram of what isn't smashed is still playing yeah super cool uh, and you can smash wherever you want in the window and it'll just open up a hole into the space behind but the rest of the uh screen will still look great yeah, and then they let you have like quite a lot of fun with that in the the helicopter bit because it's just this massive glass room um, with a helicopter in the middle, and you can I think you can like turn the screens on and off in a separate room. Um, so you have like this massive um, cityscape surrounding you, but you can just like smash little holes in it um, all around to reveal the sort of piping and stuff behind it. Um, and then you you eventually get out there, and it turns out oh you're in space. <laughs> um this whole thing was in space and everyone's dead and you don't know why you're here um yeah i just i just think it's a pretty neat like way to introduce quite a few things about the game but also like immediately it's cool to just immediately have a twist um and it it pulls it off and i think i, I imagine that was quite a tricky thing to do they probably had to think a lot about like how this works um and you obviously have to suspend your disbelief but like uh, I think it's pretty neat. Yeah, I wonder what came first, though. <laughs> <laughs> the idea or <laughs> the uh, the rest of it. Yeah, and it, yeah, again, it, like those screens come up a few times, so you um, uh, you go to your old office and you find a recording of yourself that explains what's going on, and you're basically telling yourself that you need to destroy the station. Um, but then you're like, hang on a second, like, she's, like, in this hologram, yeah. and then you can just smash that glass, and she'll keep talking, but behind it is a back room that leads to another room. Um, I didn't even think about smashing that. Yeah, so, like, the, whenever you see, like, any of that um, that looking glass stuff, you can smash it, and there's usually something behind there. Of course. This um, game is so smash-heavy as well. Mm-hmm. It's focusly smash-heavy. <laughs> Everything is, like, smash me. Yeah, there's so much glass, and there's so much behind the glass. Um, it's really yeah. I can't believe I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, it's really satisfying. Um, and then in general, like I love, I love when games have like back rooms. Like I love like um, yeah, secrets. Yeah, secrets and surprises. Who doesn't love that? But there's something so specific about like it, like really, and it's probably mostly about like the the art. But, like, when it really feels like a space that no one is ever in, it's, like, it's just some pipes and some wires 
and some trash and like it's just been abandoned and no one ever needs to go there ever again and like especially so when it is almost useless for you to be there as well and prey has quite a few of those spaces of like there's the back room but then here's the back room of the back room and in video games you don't usually see those made because it would be a waste of time but they always exist in architecture and and like they have to uh so it's always nice when you get to like explore them yeah portal's the best version of that yeah exactly like, yeah original portal breaking out of the test chambers doesn't get much better than that yeah and it's just, I think thematically as well, like that opening just sets up the idea that you can't really trust anything because the whole game is like, um, you're just talking to lots of different, like, uh, immediately like a parent that it's not, they don't pull like a, ah, it was a robot all along. Like, mm. um, yeah, they reveal it after like, they know that that's a bit of a trope. So they just immediately be like, oh, by the way, the woman that you've been talking to is, 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 an uh, basically a, robot version of yourself um that you made um to help you with this because they knew it was going to happen um january 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 for a male don't mind it oh you were playing as a man i was playing as a woman oh yeah well i guess it's either or yeah and there's another robot that talks to you called called december um and uh and she's trying to convince you to just escape instead of blow up the space station um spoilers oh yeah did you finish this thing no i never finished it i got i think i got really close and i got like i like on a quick save i got like the one of the shitty endings um um just out of curiosity i was like oh i I wonder what happens if you actually go through with um this version of events um right and i think when i first played it i was more down on it than i am now um uh, I don't really remember why. I think because it was on PS4, I imagine the loads were a bit killer between the rooms. And I think as you get towards the end of the game, you start going back and forth a lot up that main elevator. And right. I do feel like conflicted about the whole like, here's seven different ways to get into a room. Because the way I play games is I like pick places clean and so you'll go through a vent shaft that will take you to a new room and then you'll be like oh but what if i miss something so then i go back through the vent shaft and i find the other four routes that the level designer made (laughs) and then it's just like it completely takes out the experience of picking how you want to get through something because you end up seeing all of it you know and that's why uh dead rising is the best game of all time Mm. because it puts a timer on it yeah, that means you yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah, this is true. In the most horrible of ways, <laughs> Prey could probably do I'm, with some I'm kind of timer. Yeah, so conflicted by those timers. <laughs> so so conflicted. I I couldn't tell you if I hate them or love them. I think. I mean, I think if it was all the time, it would suck. But I, I think I kind of hate them. <laughs> uh, but there aren't many games like Dead Rising that do that, so it works. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I I do think Prey could do with some kind of pressure because I find, I don't know about you, but I find I just spend forever in a single room. Sometimes it feels like I've Mm. been in this room for like half an hour and it's this relatively small room. Um, Well, there there are optional uh, survival game things that you can turn on, I noticed. Oh, really? 
Yeah, so when you boot it, you can, like, add hunger, oxygen. Oh, interesting. All that stuff. I wonder if that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, so I assume that would force you to get your, you know, get your movement on. Interesting. How do you feel about that? Interested? Um, not enough to do it. Um, I usually, that kind of stuff, I feel like it needs to be, um, like, part of the core game for it to be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if it's just, yeah. like, a random extra that they don't even turn on as default, it's not very appealing. Um, yeah. Maybe it helps. I get that. Anyway, um, that's, that's Prey. That's Prey. That's Prey. That's Prey. Um, oh, yeah, and uh, the... I think the lead designer of this left shortly after Prey. Well, he's the guy that set up Arcane. I can't remember his name. And they just released Weird West, which is on um, Game Pass, which I've been meaning to check out, but I haven't got around to it. Sure. That's why I'm kind of thinking about Prey. Leading in with this. I'm going to quickly also mention, um, I really like the uh, original helicopter ride Mm. that we mentioned before. You get on and you look out the window and it's like a Bethesda game. And uh, you sort of fly through the city. Mm. And all of the like company text is just somewhere in the city. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just looking out the windows and seeing it, seeing it fly by. It's a good way of doing it where it's sort of obviously there, but doesn't feel too invasive or obnoxious. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice change, like, and specifically more video gamey than, like, very cinematically, like, having... The little text in the corner or something like they would in like i don't know a naughty dog game or something like that yeah maybe it is more invasive actually because it yeah it like <laughs> yeah it is forces your curiosity to look around and like hunt for it yeah it's like um it kind of cool. smash bros melee basically that helicopter ride yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Lucky, uh, next week, yeah. uh, we don't have a plan because no, you no, we don't have a plan. are going... I'm leaving the country. You're leaving the country. Um, Very excited. I've not left the country since pre-Cov. Very exciting. Long time. Two years. Two whole years. Um, so you'll be gone for like two weeks. Uh plan i think i don't think we have a specific yeah we don't have a specific plan but like maybe maybe you'll get a little lap from both of us maybe just from me maybe nothing at all i'll uh we'll see how it goes mm-hmm. yeah something something but we'll be back we'll be back <laughs> um yeah nice um uh, thank you for listening. You can listen everywhere. Uh, we got an Instagram, we got a Twitter, we got a Discord, all in the description of the podcast. Uh, if you want to say, hey, jump onto the Discord, recommend us a game, we'll get to it at some point, maybe. Um, and that's it. Lucky, yeah, thanks so much for joining me. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.